0: I got some ham out of the fridge and I left it on the table downstairs. I didn't think Pepper was in the house, so I thought it'd be safe. <laughs> I leave it on the table, but I put my water bottle on top of it to make sure that like, it's just sort of safe. It's the off chance
1: she is here. It yeah, exactly. slightly protects
0: it. exactly. It's either way, I go upstairs to get changed and then I hear the thunk of my water bottle hit the ground <laughs> from downstairs and I'm just going, oh no, because I'm butt naked in my room, and I'm like quickly scrambling to put clothes on. I'm going, no, Beba, no! And I can just hear the <laughs> crinkling of the ham packet. <laughs> I'm like, no! <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh, I run downstairs, and you know she's just eating all of it. <laughs> I wasn't fast enough.
1: And by the time you get down, she's just sort of sat there with this shit-eating grin. <laughs> like,
2: Do she what you will. Up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah, Yeah. Yes, Sophie's dog does that as well and you've got to watch because, like uh <laughs> we sometimes have like a curry on a Friday night and oh no. Well it's Oh god I um had I had a curry and um I put my plate down for a set to go to the loo. Um luckily the there wasn't much on it, but anyway, I uh I come back and the dog has his nose in the sauce, he's like full on going for it. He's like, <laughs> No, i I'm, I'm I'm not missing this opportunity. I mean, luckily, oh, it was man. just a tikka masala and not something like a fall or a vindaloo or something like that. <laughs> was, that's what I was going to ask about.
1: Because like, you don't have a very big dog, a small amount of vindaloo.
2: Yeah, it's probably
1: enough to like destroy your carpet.
2: Exactly, that's it. Like we, we probably give. Him a, I mean, we never tried this, but like we give him a bit of vindaloo, and he probably turn into some sort of tiny chocolate fountain or something like that. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, so what are we talking about in the intro, if anything? Because
2: what I had lined up
1: was the boat thing, but we mentioned that at the end of the episode last time.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, the, uh, the the freight company in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Malaysia. <laughs> no, Malaysia. it was Vietnam. You're it was right. Vietnam, yeah. yeah. It was Vietnam.
1: I'm just going to check very briefly. I uh, bless them. They are still following <laughs> us on Tumblr.
2: <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> I'd like to, to sort of reach out and be like, Have you listened to any of our episodes yet?
1: It's a thing we could we could do, to be fair. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to.
0: No, because then they'll unfollow us. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I like having them as a follower. God knows we we need them.
0: Also, if I know Tumblr, is that every once in a while other boat companies that follow them are gonna see that they follow us. Yes. we could all come up as a recommendation for us.
2: <laughs> can you imagine one of these big companies, like um, P&O, having yeah. their annual conference, and it's like, oh, we've booked guest speakers, the shipping forecast, and it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if...
1: A, I was going to say if P&O sponsored us, but even better <laughs> if P&O wants to invite us to a conference one day. <laughs> so oh. we can just... Read fanfic to a room of either board executives or very confused sailors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing! Yeah, this this isn't. They don't know
1: anything about the ocean. (laughs) No,
2: we don't, but we sure know
1: our (laughs) fanfiction.
2: I know it'd just be fantastic. It's like, um, and uh, I'd like to welcome you all to the Q Now Blind Conference, and we have as our guest speaker today uh, Nick James and Grace from the Shipping Forecast. And um, we sort of wander on and be like, I'm, I, I'm terribly sorry, I think there's been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to read about ABO Dynamics? <laughs> 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 so, yes, I
0: should introduce you to the Maritime <laughs> <laughs> uh, fandom.
2: <laughs> You'll develop feelings for your ships that you will never felt before. So we can't tell you <laughs> so about Dogger, you
1: but were- we can tell you about Dogging.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, no. I've pulled up a list of the actual shipping forecast terminology here. I'm trying to make some jokes. So, oh, no. we don't know about pharaohs, but we do know who's shipping with the pharaoh from Yu Gi Oh! I'm funny. Oh no. Dude.
0: On the other hand, we've been anthropomorphising ships for years. Now let's walk, make them
1: fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> On That's <our> it. Note... <laughs> Every piece of machinery is a sheep. I don't know, I've been reading some where both of the boats are male.
2: Of, well, of course.
1: Sorry, I mean we're both the Ever Given and the Suez Canal are both men, is what I've been reading. Right, okay. In fact, not only that, I've read things where there are two specific men and members of Korean bot boy band, BTS. (laughs) Not all ships are female, is what I'm trying to get get uh, to. uh...
2: Well, this is it. In an infinite fanfiction universe, anything is possible.
1: Anything is possible, and yet, it's always BTS.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They seem to be the one constant thing. I'm wondering what the (laughs) fuck this site looked like. I'm trying to remember what this site looked like before BTS was a thing, and I can scarcely remember Mm. what the hell was on there in the way of content.
1: Yeah, at some point I'll have to do the maths and like work, make a little graph and just be like, okay, how much of all of this site involves BTS?
0: I'd I'd like it if there was. There probably is already a way to do it yeah, in some sort sure. of AO3 Wizard Law, but if there's a way <laughs> in sorry, your search, AO3 you can do negative lore. BTS, so you can. You can take out BTS and all together. Oh, And then just see thing. like half the fan fiction deplete <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in the search. <laughs> I just want to come back to the AO three wizard lore. Yeah. I, now I don't know if you know how the internet works, but I don't. The, I do not there aren't there's no wizards. Like you don't like climb a mountain. There's not like I'm a secret sure. AO3 Yes, there
0: is, because every time I click something, it says wizard has stopped working. No. It's the lazy <laughs> fucking thing I've got on my computer.
2: Grace fucking climbs up Everest. I'm here to speak with the wizards of the internet. <laughs> Tell me why these boys keep kissing. <laughs> my child, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Wait, was that the wizard? What are the things? W- no, Grace,
0: don't turn it off. No.
1: <laughs> <sighs> delete system thirty two.
2: You need to press oh, Control or Delete uh, open Task Manager. Yeah,
1: Quit. there's not only a wizard, there is also a the Task Manager.
0: Oh, he's in charge. I take he it he is.
1: He oversees he's got the to tasks. The wizards. Yeah. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> he has
2: uh, he has unlimited power over uh, every program and being in the internet universe. Oh,
0: uh, what about the motherboard?
2: <laughs> well yeah. Uh, that's the ship where they all live.
0: Aha, uh-huh, another anthropomorphized <laughs> bit of machinery. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <and> they- <laughs> And they keep goats there
1: as well. I don't know if you know about that.
0: What? I know about the cookies and the Trojans. I don't know about... Yeah, there's,
1: there's goats in the PC. You,
2: yeah, you need more ram. Yeah. Have you ever got that message <laughs> saying oh. you've run out of
1: rams? Yeah, that's that's what's happened.
2: Yep. But rams are
0: sheep, James.
1: Shit.
2: A male goat is a
0: billy.
1: <laughs> You're right.
0: See, I know my farm... You know your like... farm animals? <laughs> don't... Know. I'm more of a druid than a technomancer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very true. So talking of ships, I'm going to pick on Grace. Grace, what have you been reading? Uh. Oh wait, you went
2: yeah, first I, last time. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what have you been reading? <laughs> well, I read a series of works. Excellent. Yes. They are very short but sweet. Okay. Quite sweet, actually, because they are very well written. Um, they are called, as a collective, their own Bright Grace.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: And we do have
1: our own Bright Grace with us on the show today. <laughs>
0: Grace. Shut up. I hate my name. I've always hated my name.
2: <laughs> do you know what? That's one of the reasons why I picked this fic. Because How fucking could... sweet of you. Thank you for letting me make the joke. Oh, I could see it coming a mile off. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's by mysterious nom de plume, which I'm just going to translate that. Which is apparently a mysterious pen name. Ah, oh, makes sense. Yeah, there it is. Um, an author's nom de plume is a name that he or she uses instead of their real name.
1: Okay.
2: Ah, that's very clever. I've, so it's it's I've French, French anonymous. <laughs> yes, but but not
1: French anonymous as in the fortune where they, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, not a that. Guy Fawkes mask, but also a beret on top <laughs> yes. and some garlic. Uh, so, Nick, tell us about this 4 part of their own Bright Grace.
2: It's crack-treated seriously, I'm happy to report. There's mm. various themes of uh, sort of love and loss and loneliness and um, first meetings, things like that. It deals with, of course, the crisis that we have seen in the Suez Canal. Um, when the Evergiven ran aground and, well, fucked up capitalism. Mm-hmm. As we all know, the Evergiven got stuck, and then it was refloated using help from several little diggers and some tugboats and the moon, because, um, of course, an unseasonably high tide was eventually what got it unstuck. Mm-hmm. I will read the summary. Since 1869, 50 ships have passed through the waters of the Suez every day, yet none of them stay. The Suez Canal has been lonely for so long. Mm. Yeah, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the work. The first fic that's on here is of the first meeting of the Evergiven and the Suez Canal. There's basically the Suez Canal has been asking ships for years and years and years. oh, Why don't you stay and chat a while? I'm terribly lonely, you know. Basically, that sort of thing. The other ships are like, Nah, nah. We've got we've got things to do you know, piss off, we don't want to talk to you, that sort of thing. And one day, the Suez Canal is singing to herself, and the Ever Given says, you have a beautiful voice, and wedges his large bulbous bow into her sandbanks. Hey. <laughs> I mean, normally you've got to buy her dinner first. But apparently that's it. Yeah, you could linger a while if you like.
0: I wonder, Suze thinks, is this what humans mean when they speak of a kiss? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It sounds more.
1: <laughs> 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 it sounds like you've skipped some steps, to be honest. If you're plunging the bow into the banks.
2: But now they are locked together in the uh, in their embrace, which lasted about a week, didn't it? Okay, so on to the second fic. Here's the summary. Uh, this is goodbye, you know. She said, "The moon willed our parting with her tides. The moon and the feeble efforts of humanity have finally parted the two lovers." So yeah, here we go. Plot of this one. It's a very, very short but sweet one. Um, they part. Evergiven floated free of the sands of the Suez Canal, and mm. the loss of contact was disorienting. They're saying loads of lovely things. My light mm-hmm. is not goodbye only until then, said the Suez. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Evergiven beautiful in the sunset and things like that. Here's a setup for the next couple of fix. The Evergiven sort of makes a wish and says, when I'm an old rusted ship done with my service to humankind, may the moon allow my wreck to sink into your waters. Until then, my light.
1: I've just had a horrifying thought. If this is an anthropomorphised boat, who can make wishes and things like that, but is under control of humans, Yeah. Are we in the Thomas the Tank Engine universe? Oh (laughs) my god! (laughs) Does the Ever Given have a face?
2: <laughs> oh, man, like a fibreglass one which has been tacked yeah. on really badly, like at nearly mm-hmm. every fucking Thomas Gallery I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, other Rail fans will get what I mean. There we go. Um. Okay, let's carry on. Yes. So, um, this is kind of like a poem, sort of, the next one, called Ghost Ship. Um... And, oh,
0: so this is set in the future.
2: Yeah, that's it. It's, it's set in the future when the Ever Given has given up its service to humankind and she has been scuttled in the deep sea to provide an artificial reef for corals and sea life to have some protection and grow from. This is a thing that they actually do. like oh, old, s- Some old boats, rather than uh, being cut up for scrap and reused... Uh, they have all the fluids drained out and all the important bits that are going to sort of pollute the ocean and then they're they're just have a buildup of sea life on them which is okay. which is quite good here's even more setup the last verse ever given is an artificial reef now not a ship the moon loves the ocean it is said and does not neglect those who sail her so Mrs moon has remembered the love affair between the Suez Canal and the ever given. Oh. and tonight the sunken wreck of Ever Given floats just a little towards the Suez Canal.
1: Hey. Oh. That's going to take some time. This is
0: quite well, heart-wrenching for a boat and a canal, isn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I will come to that. Um, the last one is where we came in on. It's called She Kindly Stopped for Me. Yeah, here's the summary. They say the Flying Dutchman comes for the souls of dead sailors, but that's a lie. The men of the Reaper's Quarry No, the Dutchman comes for the ships. <laughs> Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... so the Flying Dutchman has shown up.
2: Okay. The Flying Dutchman has... And dialogue. <laughs> yeah, the Flying Dutchman has shown up and finds the Ever Given. Tonight, she is in the Red Sea when she hears something below, perhaps a song she sails below to investigate. Thousands of feet down lies a massive structure, many times larger than the Flying Dutchman herself, so covered in coral and other detritus of the sea, there is a long moment before the Dutchman realizes it is a ship. Who are you? says the Dutchman. I am ever given, says the ship, after a moment. The ever given and the flying Dutchman talk, and they're talking the, the Flying Dutchman is sort of tethering herself to the Evergiven and preparing to drag her off into the open sea. The Evergiven asks, Where would you like to rest? The Evergiven doesn't answer for the for the moment. And when she speaks, she seems almost sort of shy, bashful, that sort of thing. There is, well, it's not far from here, the Suez Canal. <laughs> the flying Dutchman tows the Ever Given back to the Suez Canal.
0: <laughs> yeah. And once again blocks World Trade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rises up and gets their revenge. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's the uh, Suez Canal Administration watching this massive rusted hulk of a ship rise out of the sea. Oh fucking being hell not by again! A Spanish ah! galleon. Yeah, it's a being pulled by a like a, a ghostly haunted green ghost. Spanish galleon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear. Fantastic. Yeah. Ever given my light, says a voice. I thought you had forgotten me, it has been so long. And as she sails away, the flying Dutchman wonders if the moon will ever allow her to linger in such pleasant waters. But she has learned not to dwell on such things. (laughs) You weren't kidding about crack, treated seriously. I had feelings (laughs) by the end of this. (laughs) I had... I had feelings...
0: So you're there with your red wine on a Saturday. (laughs) Yeah, it was like,
2: it was such a lovely story and then I had to remember, it's a fucking shipping lane and a boat and it's like, Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Your partner just turning to you like, is it the boats again?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's,
2: It's going to be, it's going to be like, in year's fucking time, it's going to be like the opening of the Titanic, where they find the fucking old whatever-a-face was. You're going to be talking about it, And you to yeah. be
0: crying over the wreck
1: of the And ship. I'll just be like
2: an old man sat in my old man's house with my old man <laughs> furniture and be like, God, those were the but, days, I'll tell you a story. But and here's the thing, Nick, you weren't even on the boat. I know! <laughs>
1: You're not Kate Winslet, because you just saw the boat on Telly and read a fan fiction about her. I know. That made you cry
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I know. Um, this this is the this is the thing. Um I'd love to see what Mysterious Nom de Plume does with serious fanfics, because that was that was something else, man. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll investigate. <laughs> Thank you, Nom de Bloom. <laughs> I mean for making Nick have feelings. Half of me just wants it to be all crack.
1: <laughs> so I'm just skimming through the bibliography. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that stands out is there's some Artemis Fowl stuff here, and I was a very big fan of Artemis Fowl growing
2: up. Yeah, there's oh. um, Artemis Fowl, there's Night at, uh, Night at the Museum, which is like a, yeah. Yeah, like a Ben Stiller movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has done original work, okay. Yeah, those are all, oh, the, ever those are all the Ever Given. Oh, those are all they Ever Given, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it was good. Um, Mysterious Nom de Plume, if you ever listen to this, uh, yeah, write more, because you're dead good. You can put that on the cover if you ever get published. I'm dead good, (laughs) says Nick the Shipping Forecast. Yeah, dead good, Nick the Shipping Forecast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic.
2: Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that quite a lot. Cool. I enjoy a bit of feelings every now and again.
1: (laughs) So, I'd like to tell you all about... Uh, two men who who you will be familiar with. They've appeared in other things. Nothing we've covered on the show though.
2: Oh, okay. Is it two this men story- in a boat?
1: It's not two men in a boat.
2: Well, it kind of
1: is. So this is a story about Tony Stark and Loki, both from the Avengers. Oh, One of them from Norse mythology. Okie doke.
0: I think it's I think it's Avengers version. It's actually
1: a bit of both. So this fic is called the Honorary Child of Loki, hyphen ever given, by Knight Triumphant Seventeen. That's Knight with an N, not a K. And Loki has asked Tony Stark for a favor. He wants to help find his children.
2: Okay. Now Loki has
1: right. Loki has a few children in Morse mythology.
0: Just a few.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Fucking tons.
1: <laughs> so the first one they go and find is a giant puppy who has been living in the Bermuda Triangle. And Tony Stark says, Holy crap, that's one giant puppy. Fenrir is 600 years old. Compared to him, you are a puppy.
2: <laughs> is this why... Is it explained that the giant puppy is what causes the mythology surrounding the Bermuda Triangle? It's not. That's, it's only four
1: lines long. They don't get into that.
2: Oh, that's a shame. That would
1: be cool, though. That's a nice connection.
2: That's it. All these fucking ships and planes that are disappearing. It's the very large puppy yeah. that is the son of Loki. Yeah. I will
0: tell you what, though, mm. they they reckon that the marine trench that the Vikings would have crossed over to get to the Americas might have been inspiration mm. for Yolkman Yolkarf, oh, the massive snake
1: that begins with a d- Yolkmganda.
0: Yolkmganda. Funnily oh, enough, Christ that is that is the next English.
1: stop in this in this tale. Ah. They then go to just off the coast of Africa, near the equator. And Tony stares at the yellow orb in front of him. Oh! His mouth dropped open in shock as Loki gently strokes along the hard ridges under its eye. It's a massive eye just staring at him. And Tony goes, oh, I thought the last one was big. Yes, Yormungandr is my largest child. (laughs) Such pretty eyes, too.
2: (laughs) So yeah,
1: world world serpent, Yormungandr.
2: Well, just like this giant fucking snaky boy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The world serpent.
0: Yeah. Oh. Where is he putting? Funnily you? enough,
1: that's the next thing that comes up. He says, "Did I mention that moving him will require a ritual to shrink him and prevent the Earth from falling apart?" <laughs> <He> goes, what?
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, what the heck? <laughs> so, ha- then, hang on a then, minute. Um, yeah. This this sort of big snake. So basically, I imagine that sort of Loki just turns up every now and again to just tell him to stay still. Probably. Because he'll fuck up the Earth if he moves. He'll get really bored otherwise. Stay still! Stay! Don't move. (laughs) (laughs) California doesn't need another earthquake. (laughs)
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Maybe that explains it, to be honest. Yeah. So the next stop, they head to Asgard. And they head specifically to the stables in Asgard. Oh, okay. And they pick up Loki's other
2: son... Daughter yeah. horse, yeah, oh sister, apparently, that's hell, no, that's hell, no, hell no, no, my... Hel is okay. a sister,
1: I don't know where humans got the idea she was my daughter, Nafi and Valley, who are two other his two other sons from uh actual Norse mythology, hmm. they don't come up as often, but they they are dead in this, right, okay, so you get the cool horse, which is Loki's child horse. Funny story, Loki's actually the mum of this one and not the dad. That's something to research in Norse mythology. Nice. It's
0: not just a horse either. That horse has got load has got eight yeah. fucking legs and can run faster than anything. And then Odin was like, Oh, that's a nice child you got there, Loki. Don't you suppose I could ride it into battle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's in the Asgard stables, it's Odin's horse.
1: <laughs> and last but not least they visit Egypt. So, at this point, you may be wondering, so they went to Africa, then to Asgard, yeah. and then they came back to Africa. Mm-hmm. They probably should have just gone like to Egypt while they were in that same plane of existence, but oh yeah.
2: well. Yeah, going to Asgard was a bit yeah. out of the way, wasn't it? A <laughs> bit of a eater. How would they build up suspense, though?
1: Exactly. And, as we all know, all good stories <laughs> end in a trip to Egypt at some point. So, they meet Loki's last child, the st- okay. <laughs> to the Suez Canal.
0: Loki, what the actual heck is a beautiful? It's a freaking yeah. boat. She stopped ten percent of world trade. What brilliant chaos! We are not kidnapping a boat.
1: <laughs> it's not just any we boat. Are not, but you Fine, are. It's my child.
0: <laughs> Buy her quickly, please. We can shrink her and drop <laughs> her in the pool.
2: <laughs> Do you so, know, yeah. I i li- I like that image. There's just like a tiny little ever given, so like put putting around a pool somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to look, probably next to the snake that is also living in there.
2: Yeah. That's, and that's the excellent. giant puppy
1: and the eight legged horse.
2: <laughs> that is extra. All just
1: living with Loki as this chaotic dad.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that sitcom. Yeah, that's that's an image.
0: Loki's getting a series in May, isn't he?
1: He is. But it's not going to be a sitcom where he raises his four kids.
0: No, it's going to be a sitcom where he's fighting himself.
1: Well, there is that, but...
0: Which I think is going to be amusing, and it's going to get a second season already.
1: I look forward to seeing that at some point. Well, hey. I'm
0: excited, anyway.
1: Yes. Grace, you're a big fan of Loki, for those who don't, aren't already aware. <laughs> I am
0: a big fan of Loki. I I like very dubious, morally aligned characters. Mm.
1: That's why you hang out with us. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the idea that the F Given is honorarily Loki's other daughter because she's caused that much chaos. He's just like, yes.
2: Yeah, I, I like that. I'm adopting you.
1: <laughs> <You're in>. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. Welcome kid. Aboard. So, thank you, Night Triumphant. That was a lot of fun.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, you seemed it. Not a lot to say about it, but it is very short. So, that's kind of.
2: It's short but sweet. Short um, and
1: sweet. Please write a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> With them all living together.
2: It's, I guess what this uh, this episode of has proved so far is that you do not need to write pages and pages and pages to be good. Yes. And
1: you can have feelings about boats.
2: And you can have feelings about boats. <laughs> Wide variety of feelings. I mean, I thought it was just cars and steam engines, but you know. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I mock, but I must confess... <laughs> I The only films I cry at are when the animal dies, or if a robot dies. Like, End of the Iron Giant, End of Rogue One, oh, tear up ev- every time.
2: Fucking, yeah, uh, yeah I can understand uh, why on the Iron Giant. That's know. such a sad film. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> Maybe we should look
1: for Fix-It-Fix for the Iron Giant at some point. <laughs> you know, where they, they're just happy, and they hang out.
2: Yeah, they sort of disarm him as a weapon. Because he was meant to be... He was built to be like a weapon to destroy the planet, wasn't he? Yeah. But he hit his head when he came down and forgot. That's
1: exactly the plot, yeah. Mm. Spoilers, by the way. 50 fix of Iron Giant. I'll see if I can find a fix it later. But in the meantime, Grace, what have you been reading?
0: So this one is Trouble in the Sewers by Supergeek21 and it's it features Azurafel and Crowley. Yay! From Good Omens. Brilliant. Brilliant. Our old friends. Our old, old friends. So the summary is Crowley wakes up from a pandemic nap with an itch that can only be scratched by stirring some trouble. Luckily there's a ridiculously large cargo ship in Egypt just begging for some demonic (laughs) interference.
2: Ah yes This is exactly the
1: kind of like mild chaos that Crowley would be all over.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Right. Tags. Ineffable husbands, ineffable idiots. Crowley is good at being a demon. Crowley is bad at being a demon. (laughs) Azirophil is just enough of a bastard to be worth knowing. Crowley is a little shit. Crack yeah. bickering pre-relationship canon compliant. Awake the snake. <laughs> Post-canon. Aziraphale and Crowley are friends. The author regrets nothing. The author regrets everything. <laughs> I wrote this instead of working. Humor. No better. We read. We fall like Crowley, based <laughs> on real life. I
2: like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. Oh my
2: It was.
0: Oh, uh, quick warning! Obviously, it it involves uh COVID pandemic and lockdown shit. Just so we're clear, mm. so if you don't want to I listen mean, to that shit, tune yeah. out now.
1: Topical <laughs> in it. I just want to point yeah. out: Awake the Snake has seventy three works in it.
0: Wow. Well, okay. I don't. I'm not aware of what Awake the Snake is, so I'm gonna. It's
1: specifically a Good Omens thing. I can guess I think. that. It looks it from googling it
0: however this is teen and up so you can all take your hands out your trousers (laughs) it's not explicit
1: (laughs) okay fair enough (laughs) (laughs) they weren't in my pockets anyway (laughs) so what happens
0: okay so it starts with crowley rolling over to sort of check his alarm clock so because right for the most part of the pandemic he's just been sleeping uh, and waking up every couple of months to see if it's all over, and just checking with the from and to fine. That's
1: incredibly relatable.
0: I know, right? And he clock- <laughs> He looks at his alarm clock and he goes, "Oh God, quarter past March," and then he <laughs> sort of goes back to roll back to sleep again. But he just can't seem to get to sleep. Uh, and he's and in this trouble, he's sort of the demony, snaky part of his brain is like come on it's been ages go make some trouble and he's like oh no they're they're, <laughs> they're going through enough they don't need me making life any harder and then the dem- demonly snaky voice is like bollocks you know well as there's no way people are being all good if they can be out there having fun being stupid there's no reason you shouldn't come on I'm bored you know they aren't really still tired let's have a little fun and Charlie just relents and it's like you know a demon can only go so long without wrecking havoc he's gonna have to let off a little bit of steam or else he's gonna start being moody and maybe snipe at Aziraphale so and he doesn't really want to do that so he's gonna he sort of looks through a list he's made a little while ago some old plans, and he looks through them. And he goes, "No, nah, I can't do that one. No, no, nah, that one's too mean. That one, nah, too much prep work. Ah, no, nah, I missed my chance for that one. I can't do that one. Oh, what was I thinking?" <laughs> and then. Wait a minute, yeah, this one has potential, and he quickly gets on the computer and books himself some uh, plane tickets.
1: I like the footnote on that, incidentally. Oh, yeah. That it it takes him a while to work out why there's so... Why there aren't many plane tickets, but why they're all really cheap.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't really been in touch with the world, has he? So, Azuraphale is just sort of sitting there puts his book down and you know he eventually caved and got himself a television after ages of crowley just going join the modern world and buy one already for fuck's <laughs> <Fox 8."> sake <laughs> so he's finally got a tv and he turns it on and the news comes on and the anchorman starts talking breaking news out of egypt tonight a cargo ship carrying twenty thousand containers of goods <laughs> has run aground and lodged itself sideways in the Suez Canal, effectively cutting off traffic on one of the world's busiest <laughs> trade routes. As I <laughs> heard, like chokes on his on his hot chocolate, and he's just like, "What the? A ship the size of a skyscraper just rammed itself horizontally in a, inside a waterway." Crowley
1: would love this. And it was this. just
0: absurd. And it was just like, oh, oh yeah, Crowley would love this. <laughs> he yeah, he gets would. his phone, you know, dials it in on the little rotary bit, and, and he goes, oh, he's probably asleep, but I'm sure he'll get up for this. Uh, but sadly, he's met with, like, the the dial thing. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Anthony J. Crowley. You know what to do. Do it with style. He was just rolling his eyes, <laughs> <clears throat> For heaven's sake, dear boy, it's been almost a year. Do you ever plan on waking up? There's this uh, an absolutely absurd story in the news, I'd like it. And then suddenly, a thought occurs to Aziraphale, and he stares back at the television. No. <laughs> no, can't be. The image changed on the screen, and this stomach stank. The anchorman continues. We are now receiving reports from maritime tracking sources that say that Evergiven embarked on an unorthodox course in the 24 hours before beginning its ill-fated trip through the canal. While representatives from the shipping firm say the formation was completely incidental, GPS images show that the ship's fruit draw a large phallic shape. Oh,
2: good <laughs> lord! <laughs> the
0: angel gasped. Yes. The image zoomed in on the screen to show an etcher sketch like drawing of what's clearly a penis and testicles and a particularly round arse. Like, it's him. What was he thinking? <laughs> Without a moment's hesitation, Azeravolt dials his mobile number. Mm. Okay, it cuts to Crowley. Staring smugly out the window And he's like ha ha Yes I've done well here His phone rings and it's a fall, And It's just like um, Oh hi Angel how's it going Where are you uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh you know I'm just home Creating a little chaos I uh, couldn't sleep Don't lie to me <laughs> 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 Oh it's not really important uh,
2: uh, I, I love this, this Fucking paragraph um, this one, w- this one, the ship was big enough to block it up, but it took the significant skill of a demon who once worked as a pirate captain and had spent years driving like a menace through one of the most crowded cities in the world to catch the wind <laughs> just right to turn a ship that big completely sideways and make it look like ineptitude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: he knows his stuff.
0: Thankfully, Crowley was the demon. That's Crowley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh dear!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I find it cute. That he's trying to deny it to his Erefel as well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not
1: doing chaos. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, it looks as if someone has gotten a large cargo ship wedged in the Suez Canal. Oh, no kidding! Eh? <laughs> who could have done that? Oh, it must have been a terrible driver, or a bloody genius, or a bloody genius. I knew it was you. I knew it was you. <laughs> How long have you been awake? <laughs> <laughs> how did you know it was me from the minute I saw a cock and bull <laughs> on the TV?
2: <laughs> that was a nice touch wasn't it
0: <laughs>
2: oh, oh he's it. angry because
1: he didn't call
2: yeah oh that makes sense
1: yeah <laughs> Oh.
2: so to avoid getting moody you've single handedly snarled global trade traffic for the foreseeable future yeah pretty cool right <laughs> 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 oh,
1: fantastic
0: God. oh a plan this brilliant I'm sure you've thought a way to get out of it oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yes fuck. so yeah it leaves him stuck on this ship for about two weeks because he's got no way to get back <laughs> oh bless him <laughs> excellent
2: fucking mega
1: I'm glad this agent of chaos can just show up again and do this sort of thing
2: I I never put like two and two together I never put like the Suez and Crowley together but it kind of works definitely (laughs) the demon that was responsible for the M25 Mm. yeah so is
1: exactly the kind of person to block off all world trade
2: yeah exactly
0: I think he kind of outdid
2: himself though (laughs) yeah
1: Though he inadvertently did some good because he's entertained all of us. Yeah. By creating the best meme of 2021.
2: But, um. So far. <laughs> this is it. It's like, um. The small amount of good in Crowley. It kind of sort of fits with the. Uh, with, with how the show and how the book is. Mm, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. He's done oh. something
2: which is hilarious rather than harmful because it didn't kill anybody, did it? I don't think so.
0: No, but what he did do. In order to get onto the ship, the captain was lactose intolerant, so he put some slightly gummy milk <laughs> in his body, so he missed the departure. And Crowley just sort of snuck on with some false documentation, disguised in, in, in his uniform. He presumably,
1: just said, "Look and at just, me, oh, I'm the captain and now. Just said, I'm captain <laughs> yeah.
0: now." Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, this.
0: So one person was mildly discomforted <laughs> in the make.
2: So, you somebody notice? got the shits, but nobody died. <laughs> mm. That's very Crowley. Yeah, that is very Crowley, yeah.
1: While we're on the subject of anthropomorphised objects...
2: I'm glad you said I... that, because I can't. <laughs> okay, objects
1: with feelings is what I'm going to call it now. Objects and concepts with feelings. Let's go with that. So whenever I click on the Ever Given and sort of try and expand the tags, it leads me to object and concept anthropomorphism. Mm-hmm. Anthropomorphism, even. And there's 2,000 tags here, and none of not all of them are related to the Ever Given. Okay. But I'd quite it, like to see what else is going on here, to see what else is being anthropomorphised.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Okay.
0: How do
1: you guys feel about that?
0: Tentative.
1: <laughs> Just how I like it. So, before we jump in, any predictions of what objects we're going to see?
2: Um, I reckon sort of anything with a little bit of romanticism attached to it. Like, uh, old sort of steam engines, classic cars, that sort of thing.
1: So, things that you will have written about, Nick, as well. Yes, you're... I think... <laughs> We're going to find your... We're gonna find your account yeah. today. This
2: is this is where you find all my act about not knowing about fan fiction is all just an act. This is gonna be called. Cool.
1: <laughs> trying to think what your username would be on Ao3 is Choo Choo Neck
2: Sixty Nine. <laughs> <And laughs> just loads
1: of things about different trains.
2: Yeah, that's that's basically it. I, I have found one, time. but it's more for my own interest than yours. So which train is it? <laughs> you knew. I was joking, but I assume
1: it is an actual train one then.
2: Uh, yeah, it is. It's um, it's like an extension of the Thomas the Tank Engine universe. So I'm not sure if it counts.
1: Sure. Let's make this also the Thomas the Tank Engine episode. <laughs> Why not?
2: Um, and it's basically a documentation of the Flying Scotsman's famous 100 mile an hour run. But the Flying Scotsman is sentient. Oh, God. So, of yeah, gold. here it is. Okay. And it also it also stars the greatest uh, <laughs> chief mechanical engineer the railway's ever known, Sir Nigel Grizzly. Way! But there we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give it up for so <sighs>
2: long. <laughs> I bet you fucking regret this now, don't you, Jim? I never thought I would see L-N-E-R as a tag. <laughs> oh, it is. Let's have a look. Yeah, there's only one. It's there's only this one, one. <laughs> and it's this one, <laughs> and it's three thousand words. Uh,
1: so oh, yeah,
2: if, if any of you authors out there <laughs> want to write about the best railway company in the world, then you crack on.
1: Next, shut up. We're not sponsored yet.
2: <laughs> hey, well, the uh, the LNER, as we know it in this fic, ceased to exist. In okay. um, uh, when it was all grouped into British Rail, so there's no danger of us being sponsored by the LNER. <laughs> that's a shame. I
0: don't know. Virgin gets lots of. Times hey.
2: On <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you watch next episode. Hey. We'll be announcing that we're um, we're being followed by Northern Rail or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, that's only because you run the Northern Rail Tumblr account. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I'd probably be a lot it's more well paid one. if I did.
1: <laughs> so do any of you like chess? Um uh No. What if it was incredibly <laughs> sexualized chess?
0: Well, okay. Still no. <laughs>
1: so this is chess.
0: Pepper stop by. So this me. is
1: mo so the main characters in this are Bishop, Queen, Knight, King, Pawn, and Rook.
2: Yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> and it has
1: mild face sitting, double penetration. Slight anal pain.
2: Only, only slight. That's wax
1: play, smegma, clean up,
2: gang rape.
1: Oh dear. Yeah, yeah.
0: How does this work when the bishops can only move
1: diagonally? I I hope they (laughs) not diagonally. Luckily for me, the rooks were known for their speed and not their stamina, and thus were premature ejaculators. (laughs) Their rods spurting their powerful jets of cream. Deep in my womb and intestinal walls.
2: Uh, oh, wow. Good. Great. Now I don't. I don't know a lot about
1: anatomy, but if it's getting up into the intestines, that's pretty far. Well, actually, you can't do intestine and womb, unless I suppose powerful, if there's two. We well, yeah. can do
2: it. You, I mean, that's I usually what happens you. when you do it in the bum. So yeah, but you can't get to
1: the womb from the bum.
2: I know you can't <laughs> get to the womb from the bum. <laughs>
1: yeah, but they say the womb and the intestines.
2: Yeah. Do you not understand how double penetration it also, works, James?
0: Do you not really read <laughs> your tags,
2: James? Yes. Oh, I suppose it's a gangbang, so yeah. Well, there you go.
1: Yeah.
0: This is also a <laughs> biology lesson, children.
1: <sighs> Every Welcome episode of this. <laughs> yes.
0: And usually it's us not knowing fucking anything and just trying to yeah. guess our way around it. Yeah, that's not connected to there, is in it? No, show, I not think In this episode, so.
2: <laughs> we're doing it in the bum.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we've covered that before.
0: <laughs> I found one. Of Opportunity and Open Heart by Cody21. And it's Tony Stark with Stephen Strange. <laughs> Tony Stark <sighs> rescues the Yes, Yes!
2: <laughs> Fucking send it over! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stephen Strange has always thought that Tony Stark's affection for his inventions was adorable, but when they hear about the Mars rover's predicament, the sorcerer discovers that his boyfriend's love of bots extends beyond the one he's made himself. Or, Tony rescues Opportunity from Mars because it's canon (laughs) and you cannot convince me otherwise.
1: Wait, Opportunity and not Curiosity?
2: Yeah, Opportunity was the rover, the infamous, my battery is dying and it's getting dark. Oh, I thought that was curiosity. Okay. Ah. Yeah, Fucking send that shit over. Yeah. We need a fix-it fix it fic for the Mars rover. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fix-it fix it fic for real life where cute robot good things happen to cute robots.
0: <laughs> a fix-it fix. It, fic. it really is, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Fucking
2: hashtag bring him home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not what that was
1: for, but it should have been.
2: <laughs> yes, it should have been.
1: What was it for? The Martian, the film, The Martian, where where they left Matt Damon on Mars and they went back oh. for him. <laughs> and to be honest, they should have gone back for the Mars rover. Yes, yeah, yes,
2: they should. You
1: know, like while they're there, like come on, let's get him back. So Strange is unimpressed that <laughs> Tony's anthropomorphising a robot. <laughs>
2: so it's Tony? You call him a heat? That's do. <laughs> Oh, I love this.
1: Mars is over 54 million kilometres away, Tony. Yeah. Then i better get going.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, someone built Oppie too, but now they've abandoned her. Do you think she deserves that? Because I don't. She'll be going to the big radio shack in the sky knowing that her, that her creators didn't care enough to come recharge her battery. The Mars rover doesn't know anything. It's a rover. You know what, Tony Houghton started to stand up? I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, Doctor Strange can do portals across very long distances.
2: I, I just love his fucking enthusiasm. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. I don't give a shit that it's miles and miles away in the vacuum of space. I will think of something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, so they do portal to him, I think.
2: My battery is it's low and it's getting it. dark, Stephen. That was her last message. And now they've even stopped pinging her. Aww. Oh, bless. Yeah. Well,
1: it looks like they retrieve him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is just shipping of Tony and Doctor Strange. It's not all about the Mars rover.
2: Oh, Aww. I
0: mean. Okay, how. Oh, I've got something better than. Here's
1: okay. this. That's a bold claim. That is a bold claim. Well,
0: if you want anthropomorphism, then I if have to say flame thing.
1: war, make love, FI. Windows hates Linux with a passion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
0: and hate sex. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, this is from the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC adverts.
1: No, it's not. Wait, if it is, how Linux isn't involved in those.
0: Oh no, they're not. Oh, okay. Thank you, Rebecca.
1: <laughs> so, God, need uh... new viruses. Hang on. <laughs> they do bang in this. Yeah, scroll down. Look at this, how they've written the sex.
0: Oh, for fuck's they've sake! They've done it with
2: command lines. Hang on. Touch, it's
0: a <laughs> Grep. Dollar sign finger. Unzip.
1: <laughs> Dollar sign mount finger. finger. You're in a public space. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dollar sign mount sport slash windows. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> mount slash window. Yes, 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 <laughs> reject. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I like that the Mac
1: has stayed. Like, oh, don't mind me. I like to
2: watch. <laughs> oh god, that was hard. I wish I'd remembered to turn on my webcam. <laughs> Yeah, Linux said drowsily and looked at Windows. You weren't half bad. Windows snorted. This changes nothing between us. You're still a complicated OS for nerds. That's brilliant.
1: (laughs) I'll never be an open source communist. (laughs) (laughs) That ends on dollar sign make clean.
2: (laughs) fuck's sake.
1: That's beautiful.
2: Oh, this is excellent.
1: (laughs) There is only one fic in Linux X Windows, but three about Microsoft Windows. (gasps) Oh, oh. Sorry, Nick, I know you had one lined up, but. Yeah, sorry. This fic is about someone you'll remember very fondly from the mid 2000s.
2: It's not Clippy, is it? It's not an antivirus. No! This is a Norton
1: antivirus for Rated teen and up. Wow. Caution, yeah. a virus has been detected. So, for Grace, Norton was awful.
0: We had Norton. Oh, good. I know it was awful. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is. This is. There's
0: no backing up now by the mad look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant title. Yeah, this is,
2: this is amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Four taskbar icons in a row.
2: Left to right, we have a Windows Update, Google Desktop, Norton Antivirus, and Backup Utility. But forget the other two: Norton slash Google Desktop forever. Oh my god, you guys! Norton slash Google, the shit. Oh, this
1: this is just an interlude. So, oh, sh- this this is a lot longer. It's yeah. fifteen hundred words.
2: Yeah, there's an, there's another chapter.
1: Chapter two. <laughs> um, temptation and belief it's about not an antivirus as far as i keep <laughs> <laughs> calling it something edgy
2: like temptation and belief like it's,
1: <laughs> like it's a
2: serious play <laughs> I love it if, if there's one thing we know about the internet Jim it's serious business <laughs> <Very true>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no Oh dear God. Um I think they bang. I think they do bang actually.
0: Can you send this to Andy? Because I can't make heads or tails what the fuck's going on <laughs> in this. I'm not I'm not technically competent to understand what is going on. Oh yes. my god.
1: Andy is our computer friend for listeners at home.
2: With all the terrible majesty of a Leviathan falling upon the waves, windows crashed. <laughs>
1: They do. They do bang. (laughs) In the aftermath, Google and Norton lay curled together the lone remaining occupants of the icon tray. (laughs) This is... I mean, it sounds like they're banging, it is just them using the backup utility, which does just eat all your RAM.
2: (laughs) And that's why Windows crashed. Oh, this is... Fucking hell! So I found this. It's called Spin Cycle. It's by Sheepy Boy.
1: Is it about a washing machine?
2: Well, the summary is just an idea me and a colleague came up with whilst wasting time at work the other day and talking about Rule Thirty Four and stuff. Dare you write a crazy fic about a washing machine and a refrigerator having sex?
1: Yes. (laughs) Give it
2: to me. Here is Spin Cycle by Sheepy Boy. (laughs) Okay. It's apparently, by the sounds of things, it's in. Hang on, um, implied drug use. Yes, it's a fridge and a washing machine. (laughs) Apparently, yep. Okay. (laughs) Um, it sounds like it's in the. uh, It's in the same sort. Yeah, the same sort of style as Toy Story, Mm. where (laughs) the humans all bugger off for the day, and the appliances are like, "Yay, we're yeah we're." (laughs)
1: Lockdown must be unbearable for these
2: appliances. (laughs) Yeah they can't have sex because there's humans in the room. Yeah. Must get annoying. Oh, man. One line, fucking poor old washing machine had passed away on Friday after a long battle with motor failure. Oh. She was... She oh, was... Don't,
0: pff, don't get emotional. She next. was
2: 15 years old, which in appliance years was positively geriatric. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> so, chapter two is introducing the new young sexy washing machine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sort of with like mysterious transfer student vibes. No, yeah, who's the oh newbie? Oh, she's very attractive. Oh, fucking.
2: Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, they're um they're sort of like uh, meeting each other and like Gasovan introduced himself. Welcome to the kitchen. We're all pleased to meet you. Honest. I'm Gasovan. A bit of trivia about myself. I applied for the role of Liberace behind the candelabra, but lost out (coughs) to the name Michael Douglas. (laughs) Brilliant.
1: (laughs) So, the drug use is a personal addiction that comes out later.
2: No! (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's the microwave. Yeah, microwave has a personal personal addiction. addiction. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) So, miss, what do, you, what do we call you? I'm a Whirlpool Sixth Sense WWCR-9230S, she replied. But you can just call me Suds. Everyone at the showroom did. <laughs> wow. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, I was so, say, where's, where's the
1: smart? Let's Yeah. Um, have a look at that.
2: Pardon me for asking such a personal question. Dishwasher interrupted. But what are your vital statistics? <laughs> Gas oven nudged him. Don't be so damn sexist. <laughs> Sud's left. It's okay, really. Well, I have an A++ energy rating, a 9kg load capacity, and a 12,000rpm spin. I have variable spin speed options, 24-hour programming, and continuous start delay. Wow, dishwasher moaned, shuddering with excitement, and <laughs> secretly thinking some obscene thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord. <laughs> <laughs> Having a nine kilogram load too. That's enormous. I bet she'd have no trouble taking a massive hard agitator or a four-foot drainage hose inside her too.
0: <laughs> I feel as like if this is a fun fix for plumbers.
2: Yeah. It's just anybody... Really thirsty plumbers. Anybody who enjoys taking apart appliances. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay. This is probably where I shouldn't mention that I have two washing machines in my shed that I'm going to try and fix. <laughs> I
1: think you just leave them to it, to be honest. Yeah,
2: just just because I want
1: to try and fix Saying it. Saying that, you need to get them fixed. Because, I can't yeah. do things if <laughs> you yeah. in the room. I was going to make the other joke. like If you get them fixed, you can't have smaller washing machines.
2: <laughs> yes. I'll, um, I'll just walk in and they'll both be like, covered in suds. And... <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, I found what I was looking for. And we should probably look
2: at wrapping it up at some point, but... (laughs) We're having too much fun.
1: I have here a fit called Can I Help You With That? by Sleep. Okay. And it's about Clippy. (gasps) Yes! And someone called Copy?
2: Yeah, what's Copy? Hang on.
1: I don't know. Google isn't helping.
2: Oh, I think he's a piss-take of Clippy. Oh. Yeah, uh, according to Know Your Meme, because we always cite our sources here on The Shipping Forecast, mm-hmm. Copy is an animated Copy Machine Office Assistant character introduced on Tumblr as an April Fool's Day joke in 2015, parodying uh. the Microsoft Office Assistant Clippy. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Brilliant. That's. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Grace, I'll
1: just post this image, because that's what... Well, <laughs> That's what copy is like.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, A human God. has to lubricate my inside so that paper doesn't get stuck in me. Is this what being thirsty is like? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: God. I don't know if those are the actual ones from Tumblr, or if, if just someone took them, but <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like so, it. So, that's, that's good. it's copy's
1: first day at work. And he
2: meets Clippy. <laughs> Is Clippy, like, giving him sort of pointers on how to be a good office assistant? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to read this one line. It's the, the second to last line. Okay. Clippy stared lecherously at him. <laughs> it looks... <laughs> it looks like you're trying to masturbate. Do you need any help with that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. there are five other fics involving clippy
2: marvellous only five yeah but what do you mean
0: only five
2: <laughs> that's a shame one of them's mm. from homestuck which i've not seen
1: so i'm not going to weigh in on that
2: uh, one of them's from star trek lower decks
1: yes badgie is a parody of clippy
2: Ah, uh, okay from
1: the future
2: <laughs>
1: brilliant <laughs> he's there to help you make holodeck training programs <laughs> it was very funny. I'm thoroughly enjoying Lower Decks, if anyone's wondering.
0: I'm not wondering.
1: Hi there. We're coming to you all from, what, five days in the future? When did we record? God, it's been a week, hasn't it?
0: Just say just say the near future.
1: Yeah. Saves yeah, Okay. <laughs> I'm good at
0: dodging maths.
1: Hi, we're coming to you from the future, like a week in the future.
2: It's okay, Nick, we don't need sound
1: effects. It's not been that far, and we came the long way
2: round. I like to pretend.
1: Okay, that's fair.
2: I
0: don't know, I think today kind of flew by almost, suspiciously.
2: Maybe there was time
1: travel. Either way, before you guys get me off topic... We're re-recording the ending like a week later because we've come to the conclusion we're not going to do this format of reading our fix we've read over the week and then reading tags. That takes too long to edit. It's a pain in the ass. My hands are bleeding from all the editing. We're not doing that anymore. That's why we're changing the ending.
2: (laughs) It's honestly, with this message, all your slick editing counts for nothing.
1: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. I'm good at editing, but really bad at time
2: management. Ah, right, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I hope my boss doesn't hear this. <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> is your boss a fan fiction fan? Uh, you don't know, do you? Yeah, you never really know, yeah. like We have a don't ask, don't
1: tell policy in terms of talking about our weird hobbies. <laughs>
0: would be interesting? Because if he called you up on it, you'd be like, well, how do you know? And he'll be like, uh, well, he'll have either reviewed your work and been like, <laughs> Oh I God. know. Imagine. No. Or you can have like a sly look at each other's eyes, I know why you know. But you better not use this against me, because I'll tell everyone why you know. <laughs> so we'll
1: have mid- our yeah. mid-year reviews will come up, and... He'll just have this tape of me saying, I'm really bad at time. <laughs> <He'll> just play <laughs> that when it's justifying me trying to get a raise. And it's like, oh, all right. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Maybe
2: if you <laughs> stopped <laughs> fucking about with your two disreputable friends, your job performance yeah. <laughs> might be better, Jim. If you didn't spend all day on AO3,
1: maybe you'd be good at your job. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, Join us next time, and we're going to be talking about the scariest thing of all.
2: Whoa! I know what this is about. Yeah, you do. We've been talking about it all week. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. Well, me and you have. Grace, not so much. Yeah. Eh,
1: Grace seems secretly keen. Oh,
2: ah, yeah, okay.
0: No, I I have been because the person at work who doesn't fucking like to talk <laughs> to me has just just out of nowhere, brought it up as the first conversation in months. <laughs> and, and it was that, and it was about the towel. Yeah. Specifically the towel. I think that's enough of a
1: hint like, for our what? listeners of what we're covering next time. Yep. So, we'll leave it there. Join us in two weeks.